Charles and Robert, great to meet you. How are you? Thank you very good. Nice to meet you, man. Charles, I have to say that you're very well respected and known in India for the crown. And oh. I'm sure the accolades that you've gotten for the show is something you really treasure. They are. It was to work with, on such a close level with Olivia Coleman was a really, really fun. And inevitably in that kind of relationship, because I'm her kind of... I mean, in life, they were very, very fond of each other. And she always says that, that he was her favourite private secretary. And she, when he left her, he, when he retired, she gave him a silver bowl or something. But she said, Dear Martin, thank you for a lifetime, which I thought was just a, a lovely story. And, and yeah, Olivia and I had a very fun time developing that relationship. Yeah. Wonderful. Robert, fans of The Lord of the Rings are very keen to know how a young Elrond will play out in Middle-earth. So your assessment of what point of life Elrond is in the Rings of Power? Yeah, he's young, you know, young for an elf. We would all be dead if we were old, as old as Elrond is. But he's young in terms of the elven world. And so he's an orphan, he's half elven. He's quite a unique entity in, in Middle-earth, really. And so beginning him there is, is really cool because all of the things that make him the Elrond we know are ahead of him. They're yet to come. And there's just a whole bunch of things that have, have has preceded him that is kind of weighing him down, I would say. His parents and his brother, things that they've achieved, it's, you know. Sounds a lot like of, real life. It's a lot of pressure, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I believe there's very little of Celebrimbo, your character, in Tolkien's writing, even though in a lot of ways he's the fulcrum for the story. Also, this is the first time Celebrimbo will be seen in a Tolkien film or series. So in that light, Charles, was it difficult to create the character and how you would go about playing him? Well, it's, it's a double-edged thing because in one way, it depends what kind of actor you are. And it, I get excited about holes in a character's story because that invites you to peek through the door and, and maybe see what's further back in the room, in the dark corner of the room, you know. I like the fact that he's sketched. I obviously like the fact that he, very good word, fulcrum, I like that. That's, that's exactly the word I've been searching for a lot in interviews, which he is, he is that. But so it, it welcomes you in and, and to bring a lot of what my own interpretation of the character would be, as well as the heads of department and the showrunners and the writers and the directors. You know, everybody has created created it with them you know we've all had our vision of what he could be and I'm really looking forward to seeing what what people think of him because it as you say it's the first time he's been seen actors feed off each other's energy Robert so how's it working with Charles do you have a few scenes together tell me about how that turned out I love that question because any time that I get to speak about how awesome Charlie Edwards is is a really great time for me because I just I loved Charles coming into the project because Charles is way more experienced than me and Keller Brimbord is way more experienced than Elrond, you know? So it was like a, a wonderful relationship to begin building. From the word go, we just, yeah. we met up for dinner, we started talking about the characters. There's a really interesting plot point that we're able to work in about the relationship. It was just a really, really fun time. Yeah. I love working with Charlie. I love working with him. <laughs> and also we do, and we do do a lot of stuff together. And Keller Brimbord, he's shut away in his workshop a lot of the time. and doesn't have many visitors other than Elrond, so, um, well, as, as we see in the show. So it's been a very, well, we, we started off with a very relaxed approach and, and sort of took it from there. It's been, it's been great. So, you know, really purists will say it's the Tolkien book. Current generation folks would say it's the Peter Jackson movies. Mm. What was it first for you? Or did you not read the books at all? I mean, which is, which is okay. No, no, I read the, bo the books, the books, the books. And, and as I've said, the Peter Jackson movies, for me, my version of the Peter Jackson movies was an animated movie that was like came out in 78, 1978. Oh, wow. And that was the one that, uh, that obsessed me. And I really genuinely was very, very obsessed with it. So, and then the books came next. 
Yeah. What about you, Robert? Yeah, for me, it was The Hobbit. The Hobbit came first in terms of the book and, and then the movies. But you bring up an interesting point about what our show is, is essentially doing. It is filling in the gaps of a very sparse time in Tolkien's Legendarium. There's an extensive amount of material in the first stage and an extensive amount of material in the third age with the Lord of the Rings trilogy. And what I think is fun about this is that we're kind of weaving in and out of known story and that is kind of unique for us, I think. Yeah. That we're taking things that you know if you've read the books and then adding a bit of JD and Patrick in the middle. Yeah. Well, you know, my last question has got to be about uh, the India connection. You live in the UK and uh, sometimes I feel half of India is in the UK. There's so many Indians there, obviously. <laughs> but does it surprise you? We were always known for our Bollywood. Does it surprise you now that mainstream series are being watched in India in all our regional languages? Or were you very well aware of what was happening in our country? I think I thought I was very well aware, you know. But what's amazing is to hear how many languages, as we understand, it has been dubbed into. I would love, I'm always very interested to see the results of that in any language, to see how that, I'm fascinated how it's done, you know, effectively and cleverly to make it match with the, you know, dubbing yeah. anyway fascinates me. But as far as I, I don't know how many languages it has been dubbed into, but I think Quite it's, it's pretty actually. considerable. Yeah. So, which I'm just thrilled that so many people are going to be able to get to see it and enjoy Does it. Does that surprise you, non-Bollywood content doing so well in India? I mean, I don't know really. I guess I would agree with Charles. I mean, I think what is great about the, the show is that, you know, hopefully in so many languages, it just makes it more accessible. Yeah. And more people can see it. And, you know, as we've spoken about a lot, then hopefully that'll lead them to reading some books and, you know, develop a love of talking. Yeah. I think because these streaming services are so apparently global, you assume that everybody all over the world is, is watching the same kind of stuff, mm. you know, but because everything is available seemingly to me everywhere. So that's why it didn't really surprise me. I really appreciate your time, Charles and Robert, and I hope to see you back in India very soon. Yeah. Thank Cheers. you very Thank much. Thank you.